quarantine tweet said during the hashtag quarantine a pianist in barcelona went to his balcony to play a song for his neighborhood after he started a sax player in the building next door joined him hashtag coronavirus updates and this one by hamza says most painful picture i saw on the internet uh, may almighty have mercy on us and this is a picture of a kid who has been masked from head to toe and he is preventing himself essentially from getting the <laughs> virus and let me just take two more he banned tweets he said at least uh, dinosaurs died by a cool big meteor not some dumb virus whose name sounds like a car by toyota <laughs> hashtag coronavirus we do have to find the humor in the midst of the crisis but uh, that's how we end the news uh, before we go a look at our top stories confanoche teaching hospital takes a big hit as coronavirus outbreak forces suspension of opd services and ghana tourism projects uh 25 revenue 25 percent revenue loss following the COVID 19 outbreak for more news log on to myjoyonline.com i'm arba kumson have a good afternoon Simple. If you say MTN Mumu, it can feel like very simple. This trip would be a genuine 200%. Top up your airtime with your MTN Mumu wallet. A one, a breakthrough, a pie. Enjoy 200% bonus on any amount you recharge with your MTN Mumu. I'll meet three times your recharge money. <laughs> you can't believe it, Mibwa. Dial star 170 hash to top up your credit and feel the 200% essentially. For what, Mibwa? Nine term calculation duality. No. Ah, 72 Ghana CDs are. We are here 200%. Summit of 5 Ghana, we are here 200%. Summit of 20 Ghana, we are here 200%. 200% bonus. Bro. You feel our Ghana's best network. Dial star 170 hash. Now go option 7. Now back home. Now you claim your 200% bonus. Bro. Just momo it. We there for you everywhere you go. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. It's a new day. Are you ready to make a change? A new part and to journey away. To explore the things you never imagined. You're ahead of the race. Committed to you. A partner for life, yeah. Come back, we'll go the distance with you. No matter the to be even bigger and better. Five of these talents must qualify to the next stage of the Prime Studio competition. These contestants must battle it out in another four weeks to make it to the final round. Who joins the final round? Is it Kisses, Melissa, Pamiti, Tisha, TM Music, Shatia Single, Hobby G, Akenzie Teller, Stranger, or Mickey J, remember that you have what it takes to power your favorite contestant to the top. Vote for your favorite contestant by testing PS, followed by the name of your favorite contestant.
Enter the short code 1903 to increase your chances of making it to the final round. Watch Prime Studio this and every Saturday at 8 a.m. Only on Short Prime. Joy Prime, real entertainment. Prime Studio, rock the world. Motorcycles are also vehicles and so are governed by the regulations that govern all vehicles. Always ensure that as a rider, you obey the road signs and markings. Stop at red lights and do not ride against traffic. Wear your helmet always. This Arrival Live weekly message is brought to you by Joy FM, Joy News and the National Road Safety Authority. He's graduated with a master's degree in international relations, but he's now a second-hand clothes dealer. So growing up as a kid, fashion and clothing was something I really liked. I like to see people wear nice clothes. This Wednesday on the Joy Business Van, we are at Accra Fashion to meet Kofi Avinu, who is changing perception about second-hand clothing and helping cut down on waste produced by the fashion industry. My job is to go bring you the clothes, put a little fee on it. When you want it, you buy online and we deliver to you. It just makes more sense for people to spend less on clothes. That would take a long time to wear out than to go buy something very expensive. That would take a very short time. Giving clothing a second life. The Joy Business Van on TV, radio, online and on ground. It is powered by Joy Business and supported by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensa otterville and now today's word all right what are the components of relevant knowledge training and education that's number one you've got to get some training and education you've got to go to school now, I know getting a university degree is good, and I, I know some of you, all you want is, I just want a university degree. I, want, I just want to go to university. But going to university, as great as it is, it should help you develop your strength. Not earn a degree, develop your strength. Otherwise, you can go to university and still be unemployed. The second factor that influences relevant knowledge is the people who have most influenced you. Because you have to choose the people who influence you based on your talent and the skills you want to build. If I want to be a preacher, I have to get preachers who are my role models. Who will influence me by the way they present their messages, by the way they preach, by their lives, character, etc., etc. Third is experiences that have shaped your life. These are all very important. I don't want to go too much into that. And significant lessons you have learned. The third factor that helps in 
turning talent into strength is developed skill. Developed skill. What, what do I mean by developed skill? Developed skill is formalized steps of an activity. Now, you, you now have a routine for guaranteeing that shining moment. And that's what the gentleman meant by he would pick 8,000 jokes and not get one. So, you have to develop into a formalized steps. Three things. You have to gain mastery. You have to be able to repeat your stellar performances. And you have to be able to act intuitively. I don't want to go too far into that. Get my book, Pathway to Success. I cover some of these in more detail there. But you have to learn to act intuitively. Now, what do I mean by act intuitively? It means that you can get to the point where you can almost subconsciously reproduce your success. Or you reproduce a particular strain of activity. You, you do it. It's, it's almost like you do it all the time. And it never fails. By that time, you can say, this has become a strength. So, this is my mathematical uh, uh, equation for what a strength is. A strength equals talent plus knowledge. Remember that knowledge is relevant knowledge plus skill. Strength equals talent plus knowledge plus skill. Talent is not enough. Knowledge is not enough. Skill is not enough. The three must work together. So before we close for today, I will we'll walk through one case study. This is case study number one. And we're going to look at David turning talent into strength. Turning talent into strength. We're going to see how he did it and how these factors played into the life of David. We'll read a couple of scriptures. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 34 to 36. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Then verse 36. So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off. Verse 40. Then David took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag and a pouch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. Verse 15. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him but there was no sword in the hand of David. It's one of my really favorite verses. 
David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him, but there was no sword in the hand of David. Just, just that reminder that he achieved this without a sword. Why is that important? Because everybody thinks the only way you can bring down Goliath is with a sword. But David's brain works differently. David says, I can solve this problem in a, with another set of tools. I don't have to use the tools everybody uses. I can do it in another way. And he used a different set of tools and he solved the problem. And there was no sword in his hand. Some of you have no sword in your hand. All you have is a sling and stone. And you look at everybody and everybody has a sword trying to solve the problem. And you look at what you have and you say, maybe I should also go and get what they have. But David didn't abandon what he had. He took what he had and he got that problem called Goliath solved. All right. So let's pick a few things. So let's look at what David had. What, what were the talent, the predominant thoughts, the feelings, the behavior? What, what did David have? Four things David had. These are raw materials that he wants to convert into strength. The first thing David had is what I call hand-to-eye coordination hand to eye coordination David was talented with his eyes and with his hand you can tell because he was also a musician he could work with his hands and he could work with his eyes and what his eyes see his hand can interpret it's called hand to eye coordination it was a way he behaved. That is, some people have the gift. You know, when people who sow, not everybody can sow. Not everybody can sow. That's why not every doctor can become a surgeon because not everybody can pick items without their hands shaking. And as simple as it is to pick items, believe you me, there are people who can see an item and anytime they pick it, their hand will go to the wrong thing. It will hit the table. Hit the table and say, ah, this hand. Hit the table. Hand to eye coordinate. They don't, they don't have it. Their hand can't coordinate with the eye. There's a gap somewhere. It doesn't mean they're not good, but they don't have hand to eye coordination. David had that. It's a natural ability he had. He could coordinate his eyes and his hand very well. The second thing that David had, and this one is intangible, it's, it's not something you can really see, is that David had passion for his sheep. Passion for sheep. You say, is that a talent? Yes. Why? Because it's a recurrent pattern. If you look through the life of David and you look at the many times, the first time we, we heard about David, when Jesse, uh, Samuel comes to the house of Jesse, the Bible says uh, David was with the sheep. And they went to bring him from the sheep. And even when he went to Saul's house to go and play music, the Bible says he would still go back to his sheep. From the palace, he would still go back to the sheep. And the day he went to fight Goliath, the Bible says he left his sheep 
with the keeper. And he, from his own testimony, was ready to risk his life for sheep. Now, anybody who is that passionate has a certain aptitude of, to life. Not everybody would, would go and defend a sheep if a lion comes. A lot of shepherds will run away. So David has hand-to-eye coordination and he is passionate about the things committed to him, the sheep. Now, you see, are these talents? Yes. It's a recurrent pattern in his life. The third thing David had is that he had a simple tool, a sling and a stone. And the fourth thing he had, something all of us have, a lot of time. So these are the things David has. He has good hand-to-eye coordination. He can coordinate well. Secondly, he has passion for the sheep. Thirdly, he has a toy in his hand called a sling and a stone. And fourthly, he's in the wilderness and there's nobody there to converse with and he has a lot of time. What does he do? He has to now convert all of these four into something formidable. His natural aptitude to coordinate things with his eyes and his hand, his passion about things that are committed to him, the tool in his hand and time. These four separated are useless. What is a sling and a stone? Every Jewish boy David's age had a sling and a stone. Every shepherd boy had a sling and a stone. But how many killed a Goliath with sling and a stone? None. So what was it about David that he could take this tool that everybody has and use it in this phenomenal way? Well, he had it. He had a lot of time. Did a lot of people have a lot of time? I'm sure they had a lot of time. But maybe not all of them were passionate about their job. And maybe not all of them had the exactitude of that hand-to-eye coordination. So David sat down in the wilderness and he, because he could naturally envisage things and hit at them, it was a good pastime so he could take his stone and hit it. Take his stone and hit a target. And he had a whole lot of time one year, two years, three years. And sometimes he'll go for days just by himself taking care of the sheep. That was his training. He's developing his talent into strength. All right. I'm going to show you two things and then maybe we close. So let's look at what he did in the wilderness. What did David do in the wilderness? The wilderness where nobody is watching. First, he made a discovery. He discovered, wow, I have good hand-to-eye coordination. I didn't know that. I didn't know I could throw stones that effectively. So I'm sure it struck him. David, you are good. You can hit stones. You can hit milk tins, tina buttons, sardine tins. You can crack bottles with your stones. And here no 
body will come and complain. Hey, David, stop. David, stop. David, stop. You are breaking our bottles. No, this is wilderness and you can do all you want to do without anybody bothering you. So he made a discovery. The second thing he did was that he began to develop what he had. He developed it. The third thing he did, he tested it. Now, 